Welcome to Crypto Made Easy. I'm Andrew. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Tonight, I want to talk about cryptocurrency exchanges. So, we'll cover run of the mill centralized exchanges and we'll also talk about peer to peer exchanges. But firstly, I am not a financial advisor and any information you hear on this show is not financial or investment advice. Please do your own research. Don't forget Twitter and Telegram. Follow on Twitter at CryptoMadeEasy2. Telegram is CryptoMadeEasy Community Chat. And don't forget to add this show to your podcast library. Now, due to the nature of the topic today, I will remind everyone I am a local CoinSwap ambassador. Obviously, local CoinSwap is a crypto exchange, and I have no doubt I will reference them during this episode. My role is voluntary. Uh, I do hold LCS crypto shares as well. So this show is really directed at someone starting out in crypto or a person not confident in jumping in blindly. So my job is to provide the best advice possible that hasn't been tainted by being paid to mention certain projects. So there are literally hundreds of crypto exchanges available and more and more popping up every day it seems. So I'm only going to cover the either the exchanges I've used or the well-known exchanges. Um, I'll also talk about what you need from an exchange, how to stay safe, and how to cash out when you need to. Right, let's say you've done some research. You're thinking, hmm, crypto, need to get into it now. Get involved in this amazing technology. So most people would start with Google. How to buy crypto or crypto exchanges like I did many years ago how things have changed since then now here in Australia first thing that would come up is CoinSpot they are the biggest exchange in Australia with fiat on and off ramps and um, you know monstrous listing of currencies awesome you think to yourself everything I need right well sort of CoinSpot are not actually a, technically an exchange they're a broker that is a platform that works like an exchange what does that mean? Well, for starters, every transaction will incur a broker fee. Now, it might be wrong here, but I'm sure they uh, use Binance API or something similar, meaning that only Binance coins can be listed with Coin uh, CoinSpot as well. So, yeah, they're, they're not technically an exchange. They are a broker. Now, the other thing you'll find is all list prices are in AUD. Fantastic, don't have to convert to work out the price. Uh, well, yes, but you actually convert the price, buy price to USD and look on another exchange and you'll find there's a difference in price and that's not in your favour. This is how CoinSpot can advertise low trade fees uh, and fiat fees. You believe you're getting a good deal with low fees compared to you know other exchanges but in fact they're essentially arbitraging with Binance and keeping the difference so for ease of use um, and coins available CoinSpot is a good start but if you're looking to make some money out of your buying crypto and that extra cost something you probably don't need 
There are a number of brokers disguised as exchanges, so do be aware of it. Um, it, it happens. There's nothing wrong with using them. I still use CoinSpot to this day. Um, have done for years. It's just you're not going to get as good a deal as you think you're going to get. So some other big exchanges, but pros and cons of them, of, of a centralised exchange. Pros, the goods. Mostly, they're all easy to use. Lots of lots of altcoins, lots of trading pairs, wallets for all the coins listed, and nice high liquidity. Some of the cons. Not all have fiat on and off ramps. Fees for fiat on and off, as well as crypto withdrawal transactions, etc., have fees. Wallet safety can be a concern. KYC, do you trust them with your details? Bot trading and price manipulation, and lack of support in a lot of cases. Not all, but a lot. Yeah, I've made centralised exchanges sound awesome there, <laughs> but they do have their place in crypto. You just need to be aware that every fiat dollar in and out, while being you're being charged a fee, uh, every trade and every withdrawal will be charged a fee. So when you add that to you know your, your purchase price of your crypto along with inflated prices on some cases you're not really getting the great price for your crypto that you should be like i said i've used coinspot i will give them kudos where it's due their ui is really easy to use uh, i've also used gate.io somewhat more difficult to use and no, no feed on ramps but not a bad exchange also binance i've used them as well uh, again easy to use not any useful feed options for me but if you're trading bitcoin and and sending your known coins across it's fine massive listing of coins there uh, there and trade pairs it's yeah, really good for that um, hotbit is another exchange i've used that i'd rather not the, they're always seem to be in maintenance the withdrawals take forever the fees are horrendous and support uh, what support so unless you have to, I wouldn't really recommend Hotbit as an exchange to be using. There's plenty more like that out there too, by the way. Um, I'm not going to cover them all. We will be here for hours. Now, as I'm sure everyone is aware, Cryptopia has been in the news lately uh, due to multiple hacks of user funds. I understand they have enabled some limited trading again. I did have a Cryptopia account. Um, some time ago i found it very buggy and clunky to use so didn't keep going with it to be honest yeah you know it, it wasn't really going to do serve the purpose i wanted it to so uh, look in hindsight luckily for me um but anyway that brings me to how to be safe you know how safe are your tokens in an exchange uh well it varies from exchange to exchange really but I don't have any significant amount of crypto on centralized exchanges. I keep most of my investments in hard wallets or in cold storage on local CoinSwap. Another thing to consider on exchanges is whether you're comfortable giving all your KYC, so know your customer details, to a company you actually don't know or don't know what they might do with these details. Or even worse, if people can hack and take crypto, I don't see it being difficult to obtain thousands of users 
KYC details and using or selling them, um, I'm not a fan. I've said it before, I'll probably say it again. I really don't like the KYC idea. I think it's flawed. I'm not saying don't use centralised exchanges. I still use them. Sometimes you don't have a choice and sometimes people are happy with using them and that's great. If they do what you want, then go for it. So how do you know the listed price for a coin is reasonable? Well, you can check places like Coin Market Cap for live pricing, or there are a bunch of apps, you know, like Blockfolio and Delta, etc. You can you can also record your trades or even put your portfolio in there. Even you know if it's in hard storage, you can um, keep track of the numbers and ups and downs and percentages. So they're great, handy. Speaking of wallets, if you like your crypto accessible, some wallets I've used and still use. Uh, blockchain wallet you can store Bitcoin Bitcoin cash ethereum stellar they're easy to use super easy to send and receive they have recently added a swap feature personally I haven't used it um, handy if you have ethereum and need Bitcoin you can just swap it in your wallet without sending it to an exchange another is likey wallet um, that's a good one too now you'll also find a lot of exchanges developing their own wallets separate to the exchange. I personally haven't used them, uh, but they are there, they're available. Another one would be Mu Wallet, a very handy tool when you're sending funds to ICOs, etc. Now a reminder, never send your funds to an ICO or crowdfunding directly from an exchange, a centralized exchange. Chances are it's not going to make it. That's why you have wallets like Mew and Blockchain, etc., to send funds to ICOs and crowd funds. You know that the, your hard-earned is going to make it to the destination. So now I'll move on to peer-to-peer -peer exchanges and what they offer. Uh, as the space becomes more and more popular, so unlike centralized exchanges, peer-to-peer -peer exchanges don't hold crypto to fill bids. Think of them more of an eBay of crypto. If I wanted to buy some crypto, I can either scroll through adverts uh, and you know choose the right trade, or I can put an ad up and advertise what I'm selling or what I'd like to buy, um, and how much I'm willing to pay for something or to sell something for. Uh, now, before I go any further, I just want to clean up a grey area that I've seen a bit of uh, around the traps. I just want to sort of warn everyone about PayPal. I can 100% tell you no matter what steps you take, if you buy and sell crypto using PayPal and you get chargebacks, in other words, you receive payment, then they contact PayPal, say, I didn't receive the goods, PayPal will take the funds back. It would be advised only to enter into contracts or trades. Use PayPal with people you know and trust. Don't use it with total strangers, you're just running too much of a risk. As a payment option, yes, use it by all means. Just know who you're dealing with at the other end because uh, it can be fraught with danger. So back to peer-to-peer -peer trades. Now, obviously, most of you know where I'm going to end up with this subject. So we'll try and cover everything else first, I suppose. Platforms like local bitcoins really opened up the peer-to-peer -peer marketplace, to be fair. Um, now, I'm not going to sit here 
and bag out competitors. So I think there's plenty of room and space for all of us with some good peer-to-peer -peer platforms like local Bitcoins, local Ethereum, local Monero. They're all peer-to-peer -peer exchanges. You can buy and sell crypto. And if you are sensible with the way you trade, these platforms are safe. Again, they require KYC, so there is some risk there. But um, as far as I'm concerned, they're all legitimate exchanges to, to use for peer-to-peer -peer trading. But let's explain peer-to-peer -peer trading a bit further. Like I was saying earlier, eBay or Amazon, you buy and sell with other people. Now, in the past, there's been some limitations, like exchanges, peer-to-peer like -peer exchanges only having one to two coins listed, as their name suggests. Also, the amount of feed options available to use. Uh, it, if it's not practicing, if you're not practicing smart trading, the risk of being scammed is there. Um, so you do have to be careful, but it's it's just common sense. So ways to eliminate some of these issues. Well, if you had 20 plus cryptos available to trade, 180 fiat options and 250 payment options, a crypto escrow and trading trade rating system, even a dispute resolution team. Hmm, sounds like my favourite trading place, doesn't it? Local CoinSwap. So it really is going to revolutionise the peer-to-peer -peer trading market just because of all the extras it's got. Um, it can, you know, the things are going to be amazing with, with how much you can do on there. So, you know, you know I'm bullet, you know I'm right into it. Um, the other thing is, look, it's user-friendly, super user-friendly. 95% uh, of the cryptos are kept in cold storage for peace of mind, so another bonus. But let's not focus on how awesome local CoinSwap is. <laughs> I want to tell you that it is quite easy to make a few bucks peer-to-peer -peer trading. Because the fees are tiny and you don't pay to use or withdraw fiat, there is an acceptable premium to make on each trade and a premium for convenience as well. So by accepting every fiat currency, this makes buying crypto accessible to the entire world. And when you add the benefit of so many payment options, this is a win-win for all involved. I'm not talking about thousands of dollars, but it's bits here and there and a bit more if you Trade involves a little bit of risk. You can you can ask for a bit more premium. So in face value, the list price of peer-to-peer -peer trading may look more expensive, but when you take out the cost of fiat on and off and withdrawal fees, it's in most cases a better deal than a centralised exchange would offer. Now, how do trades work? Well, you can post an ad to buy or sell and wait for someone to initiate initiate the trade. Or you can look at ads and initiate yourself. Then it's as simple as chatting with the other party about payment and conditions of the trade if, if there is any. The party paying in fiat pays. The crypto goes into escrow. When the fiat's received and clear, the seller releases the crypto from the escrow. The trade is done. That's a basic way to explain it. I've done a few trades since LCS hard launch and it is a simple way to do things. It's you know as plain as I can make it for you. When done properly and safely, it's really, really cool way of trading. And with the added bonus of a couple of bucks on the side. 
Now, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent tonight, but um, I wanted to cover how to cash out. I'm not going to get time today, so I will tie it into an upcoming episode for sure. Um, I know everyone likes to cash out. I do too. So there is a few ways. Um, so I will tie it into another episode for sure. So time for a bit of self-shilling. At CryptoMadeEasy2 on Twitter. Join our Telegram chat, CryptoMadeEasy community chat. Come say hi. Tell me what you want to hear, what you want covered in the future episodes. By all means, love to hear from you. Till next time, thanks for listening. Talk soon.